It's Rockin' Vino on KSRO, brought to you by American Ag Credit, money for agriculture. Good afternoon and welcome to the Ask the Expert Rockin' Vino program here on KSRO. I am Michelle, this is Coco. Hello, how's it going? Good, good. And we're so excited to have our guest here in studio. I have known her for a couple years now and attended her wonderful events. Naomi McLeod, make sure you're nice and close on your microphone there. Hey, can you hear me here? Yes, I can. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. So, uh, Naomi, you are the owner of Field Day California. Can you describe for listeners what Field Day California is? Okay, well, I feel like each one is a little different, so they are unique, but uh, they're pop-up dinners that happen either in on private property and fields or a lot of times at wineries, mm-hmm. um, and Field Day kind of acts as a host to collaborate. So there's a chef, different beverage makers, sometimes musicians, sometimes artists, and it's all open to the public. I also run some private dinners, but that's the gist overall. So when did you start Field Day? I started it in May 2021. Yeah, and I think you well, were at that first dinner. I was at that you? first dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was really special. Yeah, that was that was a, a. I mean, it was an interesting time. It was in the middle of the pandemic. Right. I had a different like tables per group situated, everybody far apart. Mm-hmm. But it was in a beautiful place. There was a Zin vineyard, apple orchard, and redwood trees all on that property. It, it was, was magical. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. It was this most beautiful spot, and uh, it was sort of near where McMurray Ranch is, sort of yeah. that corner there mm-hmm. on, was it West Side Road there? West Side. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, as you said, it was cornered by giant redwood trees, yeah. uh, vineyard, and these beautiful apple trees. Mm-hmm. And we were seated out there with the sunlight just streaming through, and it was it was magical. And what <laughs> kind of what kind of food did you guys feature at, at this event? Oh my gosh, I don't know if I remember the menu. <laughs> yeah. I was lo- yeah. running around like crazy. But the first one, my friend Katie Powers uh-huh. cooked for, and I oh. continue to collaborate with her. She's um, her her food is just amazing. She's the epitome of seasonal, fresh, um, local. She goes to our farmers markets to get everything, and mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but her flavors are amazing. So um, we use the grill. I remember that part. That's about all I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I remember a beet hummus okay. that okay, was good. vibrant right. and oh, yeah. beautiful with some flatbread. Flat it was mm-hmm. so good. And I also remember the dessert, which I think is similar to what she's going to be doing at an upcoming event here okay. with um, like a lovely light cake with some fresh strawberries and I think mm. maybe some honey or some sort of cream and honey mixed together on the top right. of it. Yeah, there's always a good mix of Ooh, textures. Making and me hungry. Really <laughs> lovely. Yeah. yeah. And lots of great wine, yes. which was so nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I feel like the wineries that I pair with, I, I try to pair with ones that obviously like are good food wines mm-hmm. and ones that I like. Proximities help at all. <laughs> but also like um I just had one this past Saturday at Preston Farm and Winery mm-hmm. and that I appreciate their agricultural practices. Yeah. So being mindful about organic when possible and all of that so yeah and this one this last one that you did was uh, also having people learn about bees right yeah yeah so this collaboration was super lovely long time in the making friends Candace uh, owns Sonoma County Bee Company Mm -hmm. and she I think her business is uh, four years old so she really wanted to like create some educational dinner have everybody 
you know, group for one special occasion for her and her husband, Aaron, who also has cooked for multiple field days, did a dinner that was all honey related, fermented honey, honey and sprays, um, like a rose honey butter for bread. We had a honey tasting in the middle of the dinner. and she had, you know, she uses some of the property at Preston. She tends their bees. So there was an herb uh, drying barn that she set up with kind of how she creates all her different products, so, mm-hmm. um, salves, et cetera. So it was really lovely. Oh, that, that sounds cool. magical. How, are you rested from that? I know it was just this <laughs> no. weekend. No. <laughs> I will be returning rentals later today. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's always worth it, you know. Yeah. You, you ride a high at, like, I don't know, 11.30, I got home and I put on yeah. <laughs> an episode of Secession. <laughs> Love but, it, yeah. yeah. We are talking with Naomi McLeod. She is the owner of Field Day California. So how did you decide to do this? Do you, what kind of background do you have and, and where did all these ideas come together to make Field Day? Yeah, um, it's been a complete evolution um, and an organic process as to how it uh, became what it is now. Uh, the bus had a previous like iteration life with my friend Heath Thompson, who used to run Meets and Bounds. So the bus was outfitted as a kitchen in 2014. I think he started doing dinners. Um, he was up in Sonoma County for that and for all sorts of different reasons. Love being one of them moved to a different um, part of California or down south. Um, and so the bus hasn't been operating for multiple years. When the pandemic hit, I... Uh, I think, you know, it was in 2020 when I first had the idea to reach out to him and ask him, what are you doing with the bus? All these chefs are sitting at home. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of, you know, open spaces. Yeah. And he has a full plate. And he said, I'm not going to be able to do anything with it, but you should do it. And I was like, well, okay. And so my background extends from doing events and working in restaurants and dating chefs and <laughs> being a uh, boulette slaughter was a restaurant I worked in the uh, Ferry Building in San Francisco and okay. I was there like artist in residence mm. and for a shed that opened in Healdsburg in twenty what is it fourteen probably two um, or thirteen um, so I think my background in food involvement I've always loved it I've loved cooking. Um, it was a, just like a natural progression to take event coordinating, but take it outside and make it a little bit more unique and art, art driven. And I like people and I like all my friends who are incredibly creative. So having some place to bring them all together for the public to enjoy just kind of, you know, grew out of me, I suppose. That's Do you great. think this would yeah. have uh, come about if COVID had not happened? No. Yeah, no. that's yeah. true. No, I didn't. And, uh, you know, it was, we all have crazy stories from it. Um, mm-hmm. When I first asked him out, it was early enough in 2020 that it felt like, oh, this is weird, but it's all right. And it just kept getting kind of worse and worse. So I had the bus and then it was like, you know, I don't, this could be really irresponsible to have people come gather. So I sat on it. The, uh, the house we were renting burnt in the, mm. the North Bay fire complex. So oh, I put no. like the bus on the way back burner. We were mm-hmm. homeschooling and bouncing around, didn't have a house. So it was just yeah. like, Ooh. So it took a long time. It took, you know, about a year hill it started feeling more comfortable to have uh-huh. people gather outdoors and I could pull my life together a little bit um but yeah no I don't think I would have thought to bring the bus back in action and at that time it was really great to have you know chefs had a lot of time we all had time yeah and, and we were all really longed for that connection to be near people so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I don't think it would have 
I think that first one in May of yeah. 2021 really had all of those things come together because yeah. we showed up wearing our masks, right? You yeah. asked us to all be careful, so we did. Mm-hmm. And then we had separate places to sit with our yeah. own party, so we were just mm. together with them. Mm-hmm. And all of your servers wore masks, and yep. you know everybody was as careful as we could be. There was you know yeah. sanitizer everywhere too <laughs> yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know we were all longing to be together, mm-hmm. not yeah. just the chefs and stuff cooking yes, people. Right. Like we all wanted to go out and do something like this. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That was a that was a good learning moment too. Yeah. About all of it and walking away and realizing, okay, you know, it's it, having people gather during that time and being the one to to initiate it was a little scary. Right. And you're like, okay, everybody survived. Yeah. Everybody walked around away. Yeah. Everybody looked happy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe yeah. I'll do this again. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, then in terms of finding locations and mm-hmm. finding wineries, what's your process like for that? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Obviously, I've lived in Healdsburg for 13 years, so I know certain ones that I already like and that I think would be good collaborators. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a lot of people just reach out to me. Wow. So a lot of the wineries find me, and then there's conversations and site tour to see if it really makes sense. Um, it's been, again, organic, you know, and I've done a lot of private parties, too, for people who just find me. And it has to be the right fit. I mean, our, we're blessed to have a ton of great outdoor events going on all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's, you know, just a look, a look and a feel to, to feel day that I think I strive to kind of keep it lean, beautiful, but not overly touched. Yeah. Not. I'm not trying to make a wedding um, or fine dining. I just really want it to be about quality food, but more importantly, just like strip it down to people gathering in a beautiful place. Mm -hmm. Um, So sometimes it doesn't make sense. People are looking for a different type of event. Mm -hmm. So it usually will come down to a conversation. Obviously, there's like a min and a max for people, et cetera. But then we go through the process of looking through the menu and pairing wines and all the fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. It is the experience itself. Uh, some of the dishes might be family style. Like mm-hmm. you might have the breads and things, so you're sharing them with other people at the right. table that you're with. Um, and I love the floral design that you do, which Thank is you. very, very simple. It is sort of more wildfire, wildflower wild. kind of a thing. Yeah. Wildfire, yeah. goodness. Wild. <laughs> So that's on my brain. Uh, wildflowers and just yeah. very simple, but but also elegant. Very nice. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I worked in flowers for for a while, and um, yeah, I'm also I'm picky about them being wild, and I I do kind of care what flowers are in there. Yeah, I have. I um, I'm picky about flowers, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I do try to keep that also not a real not very composed, not overly mm-hmm. stuffy. Like I want to feel. Like you're out in it, but just like highlighting little beautiful moments that yeah. happen in nature. Yeah, as if yeah. you just sort of happened to walk down a little path and there were some flowers next to <laughs> it. And you just gathered them in a little posy and put them on the table. <laughs> That's sort of how it feels. Good. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> we are talking with Naomi McLeod of Field Day. You can find out more information and sign up for upcoming dinners at fielddayca.com. Uh, Rock and Vino is brought to you on KSRO by American Ag Credit. We're going to Take a quick break and be right back. This is KSRO. It's Rockin' Vino on KSRO, brought to you by American Ag Credit, money for agriculture. And welcome back to Rockin' Vino here on KSRO. I'm Michelle, and that's Coco. 
Hello. I'm <laughs> and here. Our, our guest today <laughs> is Naomi McLeod. She is the uh, founder of Field Day California. You can find out more information and sign up for the upcoming dinners at fieldayca.com. Uh, so let's talk about these upcoming ones. You've got some great ones. You were just, uh, I believe, at Preston, but you're going back? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. i got to turn your mic. There you go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Preston's been just, it's just a phenomenal site. So I love working with them and they've got all these different zones. So I did, um, maybe a month ago, my friend Maya uh, Feibig, who's just an amazing artist in Seattle, Kit was traveling through and she makes these amazing pom-poms. So this is my new foray into hands-on workshops. At oh. some point, I'd like to be able to pair the two together where you can be kind of hands-on. That's fine. Choose to do that prior, before the dinner. So we did a pom-pom workshop there a couple fun. weekends ago. And then, yeah, we were just at Sonoma County Bee Company's dinner. And coming up on June 3rd, I have one with Katie Powers, who was talking about my chef extraordinaire friend. Mm -hmm. He's going to be cooking there again. And um, Marty O'Reilly, who is a local musician, and I just think the world of his music. He is such an amazing singer-songwriter. And I saw him for the first time in Alexander Valley at the Alexander Valley Bar when it still existed and there was like 15 people there and mm-hmm. him and his band were playing and I was like who is this amazing young sounds old, like sounds timeless yeah. could be 80 could be 20 man so <laughs> anyway he's uh, touring around and we were able to have him come out so it will be kind of a two-parter um, so it'll be dinner leading into a concert mm-hmm. and I also if you can't attend the dinner or doing something to and don't you know, can't join till later. Um, we have a ticket where you can just come have some wine and watch the uh, oh, music great. after. Okay. Um, so this one's like a two ticket potential. And then it's June 3rd. Okay. Um, what time does it start? 5.30. Okay. 5.30 to 9. Nice. Yeah, 7.30 the music starts. Uh, and that is, I've had, I have two public dinners. Those were the two so far. I haven't listed a third public dinner, but I, I really like to also take advantage of harvest time and fall. So we'll yeah. definitely mm-hmm. do one at Preston then. Um, in the meantime, so those are all like field day specific ones. Mm-hmm. And I am also collaborating, uh, let's see, Medlock Ames is coming up mm-hmm. on June okay. 17th. Is that specific to their wine club or is that I open to the public? I think they've opened it to the public. Okay. It might be pretty close to full. Okay. But, uh, that one we did last year too on Bell Mountain Ranch. It's another um, just an amazing site. So that's Incredible. not at their the tasting room there. It's no, a different Bell Mountain location. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's tucked away in the hills. Uh, we are doing a dinner with Bella as we did last year, which is in not till September. Um, so it's at the end of West Rye Creek. I am. <sighs> I always forget the lineup of that's all right. Those are the three that are currently on okay. the site. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So we'll just yeah. say to have, yeah to yeah. check the website, which is fielddayca.com. You can also sign up for your email list there as well. Absolutely, yeah, oh, great. Yeah, and you'll get notifi- notified for upcoming events if yes. you do that. Okay, yep. very good. And can people follow you on social as well? And they can. Instagram is the only social I have, but yeah, we we like to show images from our previous dinners on there and um i'm toying with my friend photographer on some videos too so that'll be fun. oh nice okay very cool yeah. you also did an event at Jimtown, um which yeah. was so wonderful do you have any plans to go back to Jimtown? you know i was trying to do it at the very end of last year and i think people had just busy busy summers and i didn't end up doing it there 
We will see. I I love Carrie. She's the current owner of it. It is potentially in contract. So depending yeah, on I've heard how long yeah. it sticks around <laughs> with Carrie, I'd love to. So TBD. Yeah. And, you know, I, I could think, always talk to the new owner. I think the new owner, because I've Seems had a chance cool. to talk to her. I think oh, she's great. pretty cool. Yeah, so, I've heard good things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she might be okay. open to a collab like that. It's a perfect space. I yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's for such sure. a cool spot. I mean, I, it would be a shame to not take advantage of, of you know, what it can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. the beauty of the bus is that you can park and pop up in unexpected places where otherwise you wouldn't be able to host and cook necessarily. Yeah. So if you guys think of any other crazy, wild spaces to pop up, <laughs> right. all ears. The yeah. third one that I went to wasn't a crazy, wild space. Oh, in fact, true. I thought, like, maybe I was going to be, like, I don't know, murdered because I was driving so far out in the country where there wasn't anything. I'm like, are we going in the right direction? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. But that was amazing. It was way off of West Side Road, way up in the hills. But Sweetwater Springs, yeah. An amazing Incredible road. views, incredible isolation. I felt like we were the only people in the world there. It was so beautiful. Yes. Yeah. That was a friend's property. And you had property. some music there, too. Yeah. So Gillian uh, Grogan, she's also so talented. An amazing voice. She's doing a lot of touring these days. Hmm. Um, but we hope to get her back for one of the events. Yeah. She was great. Um, and that was definitely one of the most wild spaces we've had him so far. Yeah. And I loved that. It yeah. was great. Yeah. <laughs> had to haul a uh, porto potty <laughs> right into oh position, but right. you know the things you have to think about. But um, yeah, she's she's a powerhouse of a musician, and I think I like the format maybe better. We will try it with Marty to have more focus on the musicians after dinner, after everybody's had a time to settle. Sure. So yeah. I'd like to give her a concert moment, too. Oh, that would be lovely. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Cool. So and when you do these events, is the, the ones that where you have to really sort of rely on the bus yeah. for everything, mm-hmm. uh, do you have to, like, bring up your own water and stuff? Like, how do you yeah. manage all of that? Right. Yeah. There's a lot. My I'm I was like, is my title just like a professional hauler I haul and carry so many things um yeah I have a huge grill smoker trailer we've got griddles we've got propane just burners um water yeah I've got a big um insulated I think 10 gallon tank for drinking Mm, water on there sink water on the bus tables chairs and then floral (laughs) and then the food and the linens um, and all of the... And the linens, yeah. Yeah, everything. Yeah. So all that is stored in the bus? No, not all of it. The, I mean, the trailer is pulled by itself. Um, huh. the, a lot fits on there, though. I yeah. bet. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And then the chef do a lot of prep in a commissary kitchen um, previous, and then they right. come and they finish on site. So, mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can smoke your meats in there and do, keep your salads fresh in the fridge, but they do a lot of work beforehand, too. Yeah. That's great. All right, so we need to ask you a little bit about some of your background. Um, tell us about your wine experience, because mm-hmm. you work in the wine industry. I do, yeah. So um, I currently work for Edifos and Ernest Vineyards. Edifos is a second label. Hmm. Um, and my kid's dad is actually the winemaker there, um, and definitely has given me a lot of insight into all that goes into winemaking. I'm their creative director, so I end up doing a lot of the more artistic side, which is labels and collateral. And we're about to open a tasting room on the plaza in less oh, than a month in Healdsburg. In Healdsburg, so nice. Exciting. So oh. you guys will get to come and try it. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I think you can't not know a lot about wine in this area, to be honest. So I moved from New Mexico. Didn't, you know, I had... Um, 
It's our version of the Tubac Chuck, I can't remember, but I definitely <laughs> did not know a lot about it until I moved to the area. But um, yeah. a lot of my friends, you know, are winemakers, and you just get exposed to so many different amazing flavors. I have, you know, my favorite varietal picks only just because you've had so much exposure. Um, with Ernest, I get to taste a lot of great Chardonnay and Pinot Noirs, but we also have really unique varietals uh, with Edifos. So, um, yeah. What are some of your favorite varietals? Uh, I tend to go for whites a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I feel like Vermentino has really been one that I've uh, been drawn toward lately. Um, I just tried a, a Viognier from Pay that was actually really amazing Ooh. and bright and yummy. Um, I like a lot of Italian varietals, too. Mm-hmm. And we have a Malvasia Bianca right now that is super flavorful and full and kind of stone fruity. Um, I like acid. I like some fruit. I don't know. <laughs> Those <Yeah>. are some of <laughs> them. Do, do you like to have uh, food whenever you have wine? Or I do. Or do you just sit with a glass? I'm pretty partial to food and yeah, wine. Yeah, Gotta yeah. have snacks. Gotta have snacks. <laughs> Got, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That happened before I had a kid. I still had, like, snacks in my purse. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, I love, you know, I love a glass of rosé and bubbles can make it on their own. But I really love what the components that you know food brings out in wine and versus wine brings out in food Mm -hmm. yeah yeah oh that's lovely well we're so excited to have you here uh and also it's really fun to see how um field day california has been growing Mm -hmm. and uh we're looking forward to more of these events this summer and really the best way to sort of be in the know to know what's coming up next is through your website is really yeah and and mailing lists yeah, if you want to know about upcoming, I will always I'll do one to two to three emails. Um, gives you insight into the event place and then menu usually after, yeah. Okay. And do your events typically sell out? Um, some. I'd say about half. Okay. Yeah. All right. And what's the price range for these dinners? Um, for the public ones, usually around 160 165 kind of depending has been the price. Um, the music one, 30 to 50 for a workshop. Okay. That's about the Yeah, nice. And that that 160 150 price that generally in, that includes and that's the fu- wine that's and That's inclusive food. of wine and food oh, wow. and yeah, service. That's great. Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. I really yeah. Ideally, I try to keep it to a point where we can all access it. Um I know there's plenty of other places that can, you know, do charge more that are super tasty and lovely too, but right. I'm trying to keep it to keep it approachable. Affordable, approachable mm-hmm. place. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's so much fun. I can attest. I've been to three of them with you, and they're so much fun. And I can't wait to go to my so next glad field day. Have you at the mall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Naomi McLeod is the owner of Field Day CA. You can find out more information at fielddayca.com. And uh, if you want to hear a little bit more, because we're going to ask some fun music questions and food questions coming up in our podcast, which you can find at rockandvino.com, R O C K N V I N O.com. Uh, so check that out for more. And we'll see you in two weeks. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Gogo. Good to have you. Thank you. This is KSRO. It's Rockin' Vino, available where you listen to podcasts. And 
welcome back to the podcast portion of Rock and Vino. I am Michelle, that is Coco. I'm here, hello. And uh, we are talking again with Naomi McLeod. She is the owner of Field Day California. You can find out more information at fieldayca.com. And of course, follow on Insta for fun images of uh, events past and also to get the heads up on what's coming up in the future. So we do want to ask you some fun music questions because, okay. you know, music is, a, I think, a lovely Love part of your events. And, you know, it's a great part of life, makes everything more fun. Uh, so tell us about your favorite live music experience. This doesn't have to necessarily be a concert. It could be something else that's a live music experience. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, well, a recent one. This is what's popping into my head. Uh, I got to see LCD Sound System at the Fox in Oakland, Ooh. and I love LCD Sound System, and it's wild. I mean, he um, you know, just like dropped out for ten years and decided to come back on a full tour, like eight, nine, ten shows in a row. Wow! And you're like, ah, I can't imagine it would hold up necessarily on stage. But me and a girlfriend went. We like got a hotel room. We're like, we're staying. We're gonna do this <laughs> yeah. to the nines. It was so fun. Everybody knew all the words. We like jumped up and down nonstop. He was an amazing performer. It was an amazing show. Um, but that is just concert. No, no, yeah, that's, great. Um, no, that's great. No, that was it. Can be it a concert. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. And right. I really like. I love all types of music, but music that makes me dance and move just really gets me, and I love that kind of music. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was fun. Very cool. So, uh, do you remember what your first album was that you bought? Nirvana. Oh, nice. nice. It was a tape, yeah. Yeah, right. I love yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think in one year I got Pearl Jam, Nirvana, and Guns N' Roses Use Your Illusion 2. Those nice. were like my three, and I went to a super small junior high, so that's the only music that I listened to because uh-huh. I didn't know anything else. Besides what my teacher listened to, we had 12 kids in our class. Oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome. That is pretty small. Those are some yeah. good choices, though. Yeah, they're good solid. Selection. Yeah. 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 Those stuck around for a long time. <laughs> Foundational. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, what about the, uh, I guess this sort of overlaps a little bit. Um, your, the first album, did you buy that with your own money, right? Mm. Or I think I did. did you yeah. Seventh grade. Okay. All right. Nice. Doing some chores cool. to get it there. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay, cool. Uh, let's ask about your desert island disc. So here's the situation. Okay. You're on an island, <laughs> and uh, you've got food and water and all that kind of stuff, but you can only take three albums with you, and that's what you listen to for the rest of your life. <laughs> uh, it's Such a, so, so, uh, yeah. so hard. Uh, I listen to music almost the morning to send down sometimes my my son makes me turn it off in the car because it's like never not with music and it's all over the map um and I feel like that whole like moving your body thing I'm gonna have to go with Mm -hmm. um I love Little Dragon I don't know if you guys know Little Dragon Mm -mm. um and I'm trying to remember which uh Ritual Union that's the album okay um what kind of genre or music would you describe that as uh I don't even know I don't even know. It's got great. It's got a great like fast rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. She's definitely got um, real instruments in it, but it also mm. has a lot of like keyboard basic okay. stuff. I don't really know how to yeah, describe sure. it, but she's got the most unique voice. How does it describe? It says they're a Swedish electronic music band from Gutenberg, Sweden, formed in 1996. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are great. Okay. Um. Uh, well, I 
might default to LCD sound system. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I just yeah yeah (laughs) I can't not listen to it and jump up and down. Throw in a little rave on the party on the island. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Nick Mulvey. Do you guys know him? No. Um, So this would be just when I need to take it down a nut. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've okay. been dancing on the island for a long time. I need to like lay back in my chair and um, mm. I'm trying to see what the album name is. Um, in Your Hands is like a song that I play non-stop. It's that one just like pulls at your heartstrings and mm. makes you want to like go running through the forest. Oh, so those I are my love three. it. Oh, nice. Wow, those, those are, are good choices. choices. Yeah. Um, how about, uh, so on a good day, what are you eating, what are you drinking, and what are you listening to? Oh. Um, some, okay, so I feel like I help guide mood with music sometimes, too, yeah. and I've been doing kind of deep cuts reggae just to put me in, like, a happy zone mm-hmm. <laughs> in the mornings. Um, what I eat vacillates a lot. I tend to eat healthy, and then I love a good fry, I love good you know sandwiches here and there um if i have leftovers from an event i will eat those for three days <laughs> i just, like had some leftover farro uh, salad from saturday um it it's all over the board i just yeah. like i want something that's super flavorful and fresh and good yeah nice. yeah um, and then a white wine and then maybe yeah, I usually start with a rosé or white to start. Um, I really like Nero d'Avola, kind of a bright red, you know, bright, lively red with dinner. Mm, Depends yummy. what I'm eating. Yeah. We mm. might go to Diavola tonight then, so I'm going to, yeah, dive in on some, like, so Italian good. reds. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love sure. Diavola. They're so good. They're so, so good. good. Yeah. Sweet. All right. What is your go-to karaoke song? <laughs> you should ask me, have I ever done karaoke? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. The only time I've ever done karaoke was where the person to your left got to pick your song and you didn't know what you were singing until you oh, went up on stage. Goodness. Oh, that's It painful. was so bad. It was so bad. But And I didn't even know what the title is, but it was the song that goes, I love big butts and a kind of love. <laughs> Sir makes a lot. Yeah. And then it, go, and it goes so fast it and does. so really long. Fast. And I, so um, that would not be it. <laughs> um, maybe a Bonnie Raitt. Oh, I yeah. love good, yeah. songs. I know, like, yeah. I'm almost all of them by heart. <laughs> Very fun. If uh, you had to play, if you got, if you could play a song on a jukebox in a dive bar, what song would you play? Like a John Prine, probably. Oh, there you be go. Okay. Suit the environment for the dive yeah. bar. Um, that works I like pretty it. good. I like it. Nice. Um, what was the most memorable of your own events that you have done? And it doesn't have to be field day. It could be other events that you've put together from yeah. shed or whatever. Good mm-hmm. or bad. Yeah. Just memorable. Yeah, it's your most memorable. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Can I do two? Yeah. I'll tell you two different reasons. Yes, yeah. Um, I really loved the outcome of we did a last October or two Octobers ago, I don't remember. But it was super late in the season. It was in um, Nicasio. It was for a, and maybe they're listening, who knows, a um, son's 30th and his mom's 60th birthday. So they did a United birthday party. And it was on this beautiful horse farm. farm, And we we did it inside a round barn. And so the picnic tables were all kind of on the exterior, like all circled around the center of this horse round barn um, with candlelight and it was just such a unique and memorable location. They brought in amazing, old, beautiful wines. Um, 
and everybody was there to love on this like son and mother and it was just really sweet and mm. um, uh, we made some lovely food Marla um, Marla uh, Amy Brown is the chef Marla, Marla Bakery, Bakery mm-hmm. who now has their place in Santa Rosa yeah exciting which is exciting she cooked for it um, and then I'm going to say most memorable not necessarily it's just the most memorable is the one <laughs> you went to and it was the first one and oh, it the was first one? the May yeah the May one in yeah. 20 and of course these are their learning pains right yeah so I drove the bus down and I was like, I'll bring my bike so then I can bike home before I'll drop the bus, bike back, get everything set up. And then my generator didn't talk, turn on it. At that time, the batteries had blown. I needed the generator. I had to like run around without phone, phone service right. to find a local winery. <laughs> Thank God I know the people at Porter Creek across the street. He took a forklift and he brought in and loaned me a generator. Wow. Oh my gosh. And I like huffed on my bike and it's like 13 miles to bike home to my house I was like what am I thinking I got a friend to pick me up in town and shuttle me to the rest of my place and then coming back and the first time doing it was just like I don't quite know what I'm doing and I think the dinner went pretty well yeah and then I got all packed up to leave and I tried to turn on the ignition of the truck that I was bringing after I loaded all the tables and the truck didn't turn on. So then I had to like multi-point turn the bus in the orchard to try to jump the truck. Oh no. And then I realized it just wasn't in gear. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I made it back but it was just like okay things I won't do again and then things I will. You know each event you learn something new or Mm -hmm. okay next time. Yeah, yeah. Well, very I, memorable. I'll tell you though, none of us knew that that was right. happening. <laughs> so I hesitated to t- say that's yeah. All the things that go on behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, uh, so much fun. All right, um, I do want to ask you a little bit because we, we've looked at your LinkedIn. <laughs> oh okay, okay. So, I don't, I don't uh, edit that thing a ton. So. <laughs> so tell us about the Headlands Center for the Arts in oh, yeah. Sausalito. Yeah. Well, Katie Powers, who cooks for some of them, she's their chef in resident, and that's where I met her. Okay. Um, I was an intern there. Um, if you guys are familiar with it, it's just I don't know a, anything about it. Yeah. Okay. So it's the old like naval housing and uh, okay, just different bunkhouses from World War II that they've rehabbed a bit but left like this historical feel to the walls um david ireland redid the interior it's really beautiful buildings that they bring in different artists some get grants to be there some there's an x amount that can come from cca and different art schools around Mm. um but you apply to be an artist in residence and they have amazing throughout like it's one of the best artist residents in the country wow people come from national international um and i was an intern there after i came back from seattle and was blessed to have a painting studio there too um it's just a really magical magical space and they do open houses so you can go and kind of see what everybody's doing in their studios that are inside these old naval houses super cool so there's multiple artists there at a time doing these residencies there are and they all get to dine together so there's um okay they have a chef that cooks for everyone during the weeks Mm -hmm. um so it can be anywhere from like 10 to 40 people dining there every night and it's a really beautiful like i've worked on acrotrismos and i I love these environments where people are off doing their own thing and being creative and then you all get to come back together and meet Mm. new people yeah in this dining hall where you have somebody cooking your dinners it's like was a really special time Mm. to be there yeah and i know it's i hope it goes on forever i think it will they do amazing they get um they have an auction coming up, I think, with really great art to auction off. Um, Very cool. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your art. Okay. Um, I went to uni- the University of New Mexico for painting. So painting and photography, those are my two main 
loves, but I kind of like to do any, anything. I'm obsessed with pom-poms now that <laughs> <laughs> came through. Um, but I, I do a lot of painting, and I really like large scale. I tend to do kind of dreamscapey stuff as far as what the imagery is, but I really just, it's about textures and colors for me. Mm. Um, and in Healdsburg, I've had the opportunity to paint murals at a couple different tasting rooms, um, and I just completed it was the first time I've ever, do, ever done this, but designed um, like a vineyard ground, like the dirt below the vines, as a kind of decal for glass. So it looks like it's etched on these doors. Oh. And they're like, you know, six, eight panels wide. Um, really fun new art form for me. And yeah. it turned out great. Um, I'll, I'll do art in any way, <laughs> any way, shape, or feel. Um, but painting tends to be my favorite. That's great. Yeah. All right. So remember, uh, June 3rd, Preston Winery with Katie Powers and Marty O'Reilly with some music. Uh, June 17th, Medlock Ames. And then September 29th, the tickets aren't quite available yet, but they will be for the uh, event at Bella. And that's going to be fantastic, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you so much, Naomi. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Naomi McLeod is the owner and organizer extraordinaire for Field Day California. Uh, You can find out more information at fielddayca.com. This is Rock and Vino. Thanks for listening to Rock and Vino. Check out more great content online at rockandvino.com. <laughs>